Hi, this is Eric Chase, afternoon host for Cumulus Media Toledo's Q105, and your host for what will be a very quick and informative episode of 68 Words. Not the usual heartwarming or inspiring stories that we typically share here with our guests and conversations. This is Brett Harbage, the ADA coordinator in the office of the Ohio Secretary of State, as we are on the precipice of Election Day. So let's get right to it. People, places, and spaces doing disability differently, sharing firsthand experience in our podcast. Inspired by the 68 Words that spoke the disability rights movement, learn where it started and what's next. Hi, my name is Stuart James and I'm the executive director here at the Ability Center and welcome to 68 Words. We'll thank Brett Harbage, uh, the ADA coordinator in the office of the Ohio Secretary of State, for taking a couple of minutes as the seconds tick off the clock for Election Day coming up here real fast. Hi, Brett. Thanks for taking some time. Um, Can you talk about the significance of making sure this election uh, across the state is accessible as possible? Well, I mean, I think, you know, regardless of, you know, which election it is, we, we work year round. And when I say we, myself here at the Secretary of State's office, and then all 88 county boards of elections work, um, you know, to make sure that elections are accessible for people with disabilities in the state of Ohio. We want them to have, you know, the same opportunity to vote as anybody else. So, um, you know, we work to make sure polling locations are accessible um, year round and make sure that, um, you know, poll workers are ready for people with disabilities to come in and vote on election day. Can, so. you, can you talk about some of those measures that you have taken as opposed to uh, in years past, whether it was three years, five years, 10 years, and how things have changed and also how you educate the poll workers to make things helpful? Because I know a lot of those people are maybe older, just volunteers, and they're not in the program regularly. So how do you get them trained up? Yeah, I mean, we, we work, um, you know, like I said, I work with all 88 county boards of elections, but, um, you know, every election, the poll, the uh, election officials at the county level train um, their poll workers, um, you know, with everything they need to know from, you know, understanding ID requirements to, um, you know, getting people the right ballot. Um, But, you know, we've had some instances here recently where uh, people with disabilities have had some issues going in to cast a ballot. So, um, you know, here recently, just in uh, Franklin County and also Cuyahoga County, we've done some extra training with their, um, actually their trainers that train the poll workers. So, brought in some uh, friends of ours from the National Federation of the Blind in to kind of do some training with them, hands-on teaching uh, the poll workers, you know, how to assist somebody who's visually impaired or blind, and then also, um, you know, how to use their, each one location has accessible equipment there. Um, so the poll workers need to know and understand how that those machines function and how people with disabilities use those features to, you know, basically cast their ballot privately and independent like anybody else does. So You mentioned um, uh, working... Um with uh, someone with sight impairment. How do those machines, can you give an example of how they work if someone is sight impaired or blind? Yeah, you know, um, you know, for example, in Cuyahoga County, you know, um, you know the, the majority of people vote on, on a paper ballot, so that's obviously not accessible to somebody who's blind. So what the machines do is they um, take that ballot and they make it um, uh, audio. So instead of, you know, seeing a ballot and reading that myself, uh, a person who's visually impaired would hear that. So it's going to read the ballot to them and then they can uh, mark their ballot privately and independently 
on that machine, and then the machine will, um, you know, print that ballot out, and then they can scan it in um, just like anybody else would. So that machine also, if you, if you don't want to use the audio ballot, maybe you're just visually impaired, can can uh, zoom in all that the ballot, or it can change the contrast of the screen to make mm-hmm. the, the screen uh, dark and then the print light, or vice versa. Um, just be, you know, that, that helps people who are visually impaired be able to see that ballot better. So, uh, any other issues that you can think of that have come up for people with a disability or uh, have found things inaccessible that you see as a success story or maybe an, an initiative that you'd like to, to work on moving forward? Uh, I mean, the other thing that we deal with on a regular basis is obviously, uh, you know, making sure polling locations are accessible um, on election day. So, um, you know, um, you know, it has everything to do with having accessible parking to an accessible route, you know, making sure entrances are accessible, making sure people can navigate, um, you know, throughout that polling location inside. So, um, you know, we've had issues where, you know, maybe uh, uh, Board of Elections in a county didn't set up a, a temporary equipment that needs to be set up. So, you know, we work to ensure that, you know, if a polling location doesn't have parking, that uh, Board of Elections sets up temporary parking using temporary equipment. And that way a person with a disability can can access those polling locations on Election Day. So, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of polling locations around the state of Ohio sure. on Election Day. And then there's a lot of, um, you know, um, equipment that needs set up. So... You know, we want to make sure that those uh, locations are ready to go for uh, Election Day and, and ready for people with disabilities to be able to come in there and vote. So, Do you ever connect with local transportation authorities uh, to assist? I know here uh, we have TARDA, and they're quite good about offering rides, at least as far as general public transportation, getting people uh, to and from polls. Do you ever connect with the transportation authorities in the different counties? Um, we don't. Um, obviously, there's... You know, people with disabilities, just like any other voter, they, they have the responsibilities as well. Um, you know, so we kind of leave that up to, uh, you know, the people with disabilities to mm-hmm. to figure out their mode of transportation on Election Day if they need uh, public transportation to set that up and, and get to the polls. So, um, you know, that's one of the things when I, when I go out and talk to people with disabilities in different groups, you, you know, that is more of they have rights and responsibilities as well. So and that's one of the things that we kind of talk to them about is, you know, um, you know, making sure they have transportation to get there on election day. So kind of leave that up to the, the, the people with disabilities to, to figure that out. Sure. So. Sure. One of the things that we, uh, we say on this podcast often, it's something that came up in one of our uh, disability awareness experiences uh, with someone, uh, with a woman who doesn't have an arm and a shoulder said, I do the same thing as everybody else. I just do it a little differently. And it sounds like that's the motto when uh, encouraging people with a disability to get out and vote. What are, it sounds like you're juggling a lot of balls. Like it sounds like you use a couple other arms to get all these details lined up for such an important day and something important through the year. What are the best practices other than maybe honing in on the details that you remind yourself of, your staff, and maybe could pass along to to other states and places? Um, I mean, I think, um, you know, we like to um, definitely collaborate and engage uh, the disability community when we can. Um, you know, the you know, for example, going back to that that training that I did with Cuyahoga and Franklin County, bringing a person in who's 
you know, visually impaired is the best way to to teach people about somebody that's visually impaired. So, you know, we do that a lot. Uh, we try to collaborate with the disability community. Um, um, also, we like to, um, um, you know, have that hands-on approach with election officials. So, you know, myself as a disability um, or the ADA coordinator for the Secretary of State's office, I, you know, I go out and I, I work with, with the county boards of elections and one-on-one and, and provide hands-on uh, training for them so you know they can get a really good feel about um, you know how to do an accessibility assessment on a play location versus just kind of talking to them about it mm-hmm. so you know, those are a couple of things that we try to do and, and we would encourage other states to to you know collaborate with the disability community and also do hands-on one-on-one training if that's possible and you know, really teach these election officials how to to uh, assist a person with a disability and or, um, you know, do a, um, an accessibility assessment on a polling location so that way it's accessible on election day. So, uh, Last question. Um, I guess this advice is general for anybody, uh, whether you have, you have a disability or not, uh, to anybody that wants to vote. Don't wait to the last minute to figure out where you got to go, are you registered, all that stuff. Uh, what are some places people can go to find out information like that? And if someone does have a disability, um, maybe it's easier for them, it's better off for them to, to do a mail-in vote or something like that. What are the logistics and details for those? Yeah, well, a couple things. Um, you know, as far as a resource, voteohio.gov is our website. There's a ton of information on there. Um, you know, any, anything from finding out, you know, you can plug in your name and address and find out where your polling location is because on election day, you have to go to your polling location based on your address. Um, you know, there's also information on there, um, you know, about just if you need to, to call your county board of election, uh, look up that information. You know, if you're looking for, you know, different ways to vote. There's information on our website as well about, you know, the options for voting, um, you know, whether you're going to go um, down to your county board of elections and vote early. There's a few more days to do that here for this election coming up. Um, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, um, you know, voting by mail. It's a great way for, you know, a person with a disability to vote is to get a ballot in the mail and then, and then send that back to your county board of election. Um, and then again, if you go to voteohio.gov, you can find out, um, you know, all the information about your address and that information is available on our website. So I'm guessing the uh, site is quite accessible as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm the ADA coordinator, so I work with the counties, but we also, um, have a, a digital accessibility coordinator. Um, so we, you know, we want to make sure that our, Websites accessible and any information on there is accessible to people with disabilities. So you know that's a that's a whole other aspect of accessibility is making sure things are accessible digitally. Sure. So, uh, this has to be your busiest uh, handful of days of the year. Would that be accurate? Um, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like we're busy all year round, but um, you know, obviously, uh, getting ready and preparing for an election that's quickly approaching is. A busy time so um not only for our office at the, the state level but you know county boards of elections are you know finishing up uh training and getting ready for to deploy equipment and, and you know obviously making sure their poll workers are lined up for uh, election day so it's definitely uh 
a, a busy time. So it's like your Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I, the, I feel like it's one right after another, though. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> there was a statewide August election. Now there, uh, this November election's coming up. So um, it's just been a busy, busy year for elections. For sure. Well, thank you so much for doing what you do. Brett Harbage, uh, the ADA coordinator in the office of the Secretary of State. Um, I don't know if I say good luck, have a great weekend, have a great election day. So I'll just say thank you for what you do and thank you for, for your time this afternoon. All that's good. So um, thanks for uh, allowing me to come on and, and talk a little bit about the election coming up. This is Chief Armstrong of Toledo Fire and Rescue. 68 Words has been a production of the Ability Center, hosted by Cumulus Media's Eric Chase, and executive produced by Mallory Crooks. If you, your group, organization, or business is interested in hosting a disability awareness experience or have other inquiries, please contact info at abilitycenter.org. Until next time, think differently. Think differently. Think differently.